Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and today is episode 115 with me. I'm going solo, and hopefully I do not ramble over and over and over again like I usually do. Uh, so, to start off the show, we are going to do shout-outs to the top three cities. Number one is San Francisco, California. Again, almost the last three or four weeks, the top ten cities have been from California, so I am so excited that California cares about this show and super pumped to go back to Long Beach this summer for the Perform Better Summit. And again, if you are going please feel free to reach out and let me know you're going to be there and I'd be happy to meet anyone who listens to my show and has the patience to listen to me ramble about random shit. Number two uh, is Australia and the city, I hope I do not butcher this, is Balmain, Balmain, Balmain hopefully. And number three is New York City. Shout out to everyone in New York listening to me. Now, today's episode, um, I'm going to talk about intermittent fasting because, you know, last week I started my six week nutritional course and I had a person message me through my private Facebook group about my take on intermittent fasting. And I'm like, well, funny that you bring that up because I actually have been doing intermittent fasting probably for seven years now. And, you know, I feel pretty confident in the ins and outs of intermittent fasting, what the benefits are, what the, you know, I would say the downside of it is and things like that. And, you know, I elaborated a little bit and I kind of want to jump into it head first because, you know, intermittent fasting has been around for a long time. But every so often I see something on Facebook or a new blog post or a new article about how intermittent fasting is this new thing and it's going to fix all your problems because The Rock or some other celebrity is doing it now. People, intermittent fasting is not a new thing. It's been around for a long time. So the way I got introduced to um, intermittent fasting is because of Dr. John Berardi from Precision Nutrition. Uh, he posted a article, I want to say 2011, 2010, around there, um, about his, you know, experiment with intermittent fasting for the first time. And he wrote out, you know, what his daily schedule was, what he, um, you know, did to eat what his like time break was and just he just wrote all of his experience about it and I'm like oh you know that's kind of interesting that's kind of cool I think I want to try this so I told myself okay I'm gonna try this intermittent fasting thing for a month see how it goes and then you know go back to my regular eating and you know after a month I'm like this is really easy for me like it works for my schedule so the first thing I'm going to say is intermittent fasting works really well for someone who is really structured in their life. And I'll tell you why. The typical intermittent fasting protocol you'll find online is a 16 and 8, 
which means you're going to fast for 16 hours and have an eating window of eight hours. There are so many different ways to intermittent fast. I've seen, you know, 12-hour fast, 8-hour fast, 24-hour fast, 36-hour fast. It really depends on what you can work with and what would work well in your life. But for the most part, a lot of people kind of hit that 16 and 8. And I believe John Berardi actually tried all the different protocols. Um, I'm not entirely sure where intermittent fasting came from in the first place. I want to say might have come from the warrior diet or some version of it, but 16 and 8 is what usually people do. So for example, what I do, my first meal every single day is 12 p.m. My last meal is at 8 p.m. I eat three meals in a day, one at 12, one at 4, and one at 8 every single day, no matter what. It's a lot of structure. And like I said, if you are a structured person, this works really well. Every single client that's ever asked me what I do for eating, and I tell them about intermittent fasting, they're like, oh, but I thought breakfast was the most important meal of the day, blah, 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 and yes and no. I would summarize the fitness and health industry if anyone asks you a question it's always well it depends because everything is an individualistic approach if one thing works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for the next so here's an example for me the reason why intermittent fasting worked so well when i first started and it still does today is i would wake up at 4 30 in the morning get to work for 5.45 and train clients from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. What I used to do is when I got to work for 5.45, I would be scarfing down my eggs and like bacon and whatever vegetable I had at that morning because it was quick and easy and I just had to get calories in me. And then by like 8, 8.30, I'm like starving and I'm training like five hours in a row. So I'm like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? I'm going to have my protein shake. So at the gym I was working at, I wasn't allowed to have a shaker cup with me. So I pre-blended protein shakes at home the night before with some berries, some, you know, handful of spinach, some peanut butter, like whatever I had to do. I just like try to jam pack calories because I knew I was going to be hungry. So, you know, I'd like get my client on the treadmill just to jog for like three minutes. I would run into the staff room, chug down my protein shake you know get brain freeze because it was so freaking cold and i'm like god i hate my life and then i'm gonna run back onto the training floor train the clients until 11 at 11 i'm like starving i'm like god i just want to eat again and i'm gonna eat my lunch at 11 that was my schedule i was like fuck this is ridiculous and i do this five days a week so you know doing my continuing education i stumble upon a minute in fasting and I'm like, fuck, this would make a lot of sense for my life. Now I don't have to worry about, you know, waking up, scarfing down food, being like super hungry midway from my training sessions, get a client to do something really quick and then run back and chug a protein shake, run back and do that whole thing. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I adjusted it now, but before I used to have my lunch at 11. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do intermittent fasting because now I only have to worry about eating at 11, don't have to worry about 
in between. So the first two weeks of intermittent fasting sucked ass. Like I was so freaking hungry all the freaking time. And this is because your hunger hormones have to adjust to the new pattern. So the first two weeks were like a living hell. Like I was hungry all the time and by 11 I almost wanted to pass out. But then it started getting a little easier and easier and easier. And there's other things that you should be doing while intermittent fasting during your fasting period. So I drank a shit ton of water. And I think Berardi actually recommended to drink about a liter the moment you wake up. Because your body's so used to having nutrients in the morning and like say you have some veggies and whatever, like food actually has water in it. So you're going to be super dehydrated in the morning. So he recommended everyone have a liter first thing when you wake up. So I would chug that back and I was like, okay, I feel kind of full and I was good and I would get to work. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have coffee. And again, no calories in my coffee. I drink it black and whatever article you've seen online about psychopaths only drink black coffee. Maybe that's true. I don't know, but I always love black coffee. Man, I feel like I'm talking fast because uh, um, I'm trying to keep this short. So I drink my black coffee out of my four cups from the time of 6 a.m. to 11 and you know that would kind of keep my hunger in check and by 11 I'm like okay I can eat and when I finally made that switch where I wasn't hungry until 11 because I re-regulated all my hunger hormones I was like fuck this shit really works for me now the next thing that most people think are like oh my god intermittent fasting is the missing piece to my fat loss no it's not but it does have some benefits so because you're fasting you're building um one it's like insulin sensitivity there's a bunch of research on it but what i find the basic principle of intermittent fasting is you're controlling your caloric intake if you have a structured feeding window you're gonna eat your first meal and you're going to get full pretty fast from that first meal if you have you know, three meals and you're eating, say, 2,500 calories. That's a pretty big meal. You're going to be full. You're not going to feel like you need to snack in between your three meals. So then your next meal at 3 or 4 o'clock, using my example, you're going to eat again the same amount of calories. Or, okay, now I'm pretty full, satisfied. And then you get to dinner. There's no snacking. There's no, like, oh, I'm going to eat a bag of chips while watching Netflix. Like, it almost bulletproofs your way of overeating. And I think that's why intermittent fasting has kind of become this like, oh, it's gonna burn so much fat and you're gonna be like shredded and blah, blah, blah. You can still not lose weight on intermittent fasting if you're not eating enough protein, not enough calories, you're overeating, you're gonna binge on the weekends, whatever. It's just another way for someone to eat. Just like, um, you know, I tell my clients, oh, yeah, I do intermittent fasting. They're like, oh my God, I cannot like eat breakfast the entire morning and then wait until lunch. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Some people just prefer, you know, waking up, having their cup of coffee, having their like eggs and bacon, whatever. That's part of their morning r ritual, right? That's okay. If that works for you, you stick with it. And this is why nutrition is so individualized. You need to find what works for you. So if you are a person who is living a structured life where every day lunch is the same time, every day your snack is the same time, every day dinner is the same time, this would work really well for you. If you're a person where their schedule is all over the place every single day, this probably won't work for you. 
I have a bunch of online clients for I say a couple of years where their schedule is so unpredictable, they just have to bring food with them just in case. Because what happens if you're like, okay, I'm going to have my lunch at 12 o'clock and then you go to work and your boss said, hey, 12 o'clock, we have an important meeting for two hours. You need to be there. And you're like, fuck, I need to eat at that time. Now I can. So now you're prolonging that fast. You're going to be super grumpy. Your blood sugar is going to drop and you're going to be a horrible person for the rest of the day because it just didn't work out. But if you have structure in your life, this could work really well. Now, people always think that they need to do something that's more difficult than what they're doing now. So I think I said this earlier, every client that's learned how I do my own nutrition, they think they need to do intermittent fasting. I tell them no, you shouldn't. You should practice the basics because that's the other thing. Intermittent fasting is like step 13, 14, and you haven't even mastered steps one through three. Why do you think you should be able to do step 14? The clients that I could not convince trying intermittent fasting, they all failed miserably, like fell on their face and they were like, what the fuck did I get myself into? They cannot follow it. It's just like if I decided to take a university course and then it was a math course and I've never taken anything past like math in grade 10, why would I think it was a good idea to do advanced placement calculus in university? I would fail miserably. But for some reason when it comes to nutrition, clients can't see that. They read about something, they're like, I need to fucking do that. But you as a coach or you as a person listening who's in a fitness enthusiast, you need to kind of have that filter in your head when you read something like, you know what, that sounds pretty advanced, maybe I shouldn't do it. You need to trust what you're doing right now, and it might be slow, but it's getting you the right progress that you need to see long-term success. Now, I'm gonna end it there, because I rambled on for a long time. If you have any more questions about airman fasting, I would love to talk to you about it, because I'm super passionate about it. And, you know, maybe you're just like, wanting to learn more about it or you're doing it currently but you're not really kind of getting it feel free to reach out and i will help you and i'm going to end the show just like that um yeah let's just leave it at there uh again please 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 share this podcast if you want to be part of the cut the shit get fit newsletter that i have where i post a bunch of great content The link in the show notes of this episode will be there for you to put your email in. And every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, you'll have an email in your inbox from me with some cool shit. And that is it for this week and me. Until next time, you guys, have an amazing day. And that's it.